Well, welcome back to the Juggling Act Daily, a podcast to help working parents doing the juggle. I'm Mel Wilson, mum to two small people and the editor of KidSpot. Not making excuses not to exercise. I can be very persuasive. Well, I'm joined once again by Nova host and mum of two. It is Sarah McGilvray for a very special Christmas episode. Sarah is all the way down in Melbourne. How are you? Hi, hon. Merry Christmas. How are you holding up? It's been a pretty stressful uh, Christmas already for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. So, uh, you know, I know about a week ago, everyone in the Northern Beaches got put into lockdown, uh, which was heartbreaking for so many people who knew they weren't going to be able to potentially get out to see their family. And then a few days after that, uh, I found out that um, we were at one of the venues that were flagged as having someone uh, who was positive there. We had our Christmas work lunch at a pub in Sydney, um, which basically meant that a couple of us were considered close contact and I'm now having to isolate by myself without the kids until December 30. Which for some people I'm sure feels like a holiday um, to have to <laughs> well, do that yes. kids. But at this, at this time of year it's, it's not ideal in the slightest. Uh, uh, before, before I ask about the kids though, how are you feeling? Are you okay? You've been tested? You, you're not with COVID? No. I, well, so far I am COVID free. We had um, a test on last Sunday gone mm-hmm. and then had a very anxious couple of days wait, which I know you know all too well now. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally got that test back as negative. But, um, yeah, look, a lot of tears in those first few days when I realised that not only were we not getting back to Victoria to uh, see any family for um, a very, very long time this year. Um, we were also not going to be spending it together. With yeah, so, so talk me through that. I mean, you're sitting in the car, you're packed up, you're literally about to drive to Victoria, like the car engine is started, you are ready mm. to roll, and you get a text saying you can't go anywhere. H- how do you explain it to the kids? Like, I mean, I certainly know mine aren't old enough to understand what COVID is when I've had to say you can't go there, play with that, touch that. They don't get it at all, and I know yours are a bit older, but how how did they take the news? Yeah, I think it was the toughest on my daughter, who is eight and was very much looking forward to going down to see my parents, her, her nanny and poppy, and my brothers and sisters and all their kids. So she took it very badly and cried on quite a few occasions Aww. over the first day. Um, I think my son kind of said it a couple of times but simply because you just heard her saying it Mm. Uh, and I don't think it quite hit home that they weren't going to see me until the next day and then started trying to explain it Um, and then Isabel said oh mommy I just want to come and spend Christmas day with you and I was like I know but if you do that then you are stuck inside for the next five days and you can't go to the park and you can't go to your friends uh, so I think that kind of finally clicked in for her. But um, it's so hard with kids to explain this whole situation and there's families all over the country today who are not spending it with their families who are interstate or in an area that they can't get to. And I just feel like it was this final, like, kick in the guts from 20 yeah. years. I feel like you thought you were there and, oh, oh, just got one more thing for you. 
the final insult, absolutely. And and so obviously they're now with the, with their dad, and uh, and they'll spend Christmas with him uh, today. But have you seen them since? I mean, I know you can't have them in close contact, but are you able to at least have uh, seen them this morning? Or, or what's the story? Have you seen them in the last few days, even? Yeah, so they have done a lot of FaceTiming uh, and then probably day three, I think, they came and saw me. Uh, We're in an apartment, so they came Romeo and Juliet style and stood outside the balcony with their little Christmas hats on and yelled up at me. Um, Yep, and then this morning they came round and they sang me some Christmas carols, which was super cute but also totally broke my heart. Um, And I think one of the toughest days was... Um, having to wrap up all of their Christmas presents for their dad to come and collect from the foyer of our apartment building so that they had some stuff to open on Christmas Day because we're separated and he mm. wasn't there to see them for Christmas. He didn't really have much prepared besides the presents that he'd already given them, which they had done early because they thought they were coming back to me for Christmas, so the joy mm. of parenting. Um, and he didn't even have a tree. So I even packed up my tree and he set it up uh, a couple of nights before Christmas for them so they could wake up and have the tree with the lights and everything. So, look, in one way, it's actually, I guess, been a bit of a blessing that we were separated and that they were with their dad because, mm. like you said, even my brother rang me and he's like, you know what, I have to admit that 10 days by myself without the kids actually sounds like heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, look. There's that. No, do you know what? It, 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 I absolutely agree. I mean, look, we, we were lucky. We made it to Victoria before sort of the drama had started. We did go and get tested anyway. That was sort of a blissful four and a half hours in a queue waiting to be tested. But, um, you know, to do the right thing because this time, you know, people need to do the right thing wherever you are. But it is it's a pretty tragic year for a lot of families and people who are by themselves and they've waited all year to see loved ones and today will be a really sad day and you just... You sort of hope people can find some, I don't want to use the word perspective, but at least have a day where you think, look, it's not how I would spend it, but Christmas is just one day and I'm, I'm going to have to celebrate it another time. And it's easy to say, not to necessarily do. Well, we'll be back right after this. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. My neighbour who's Macedonian texted me and she goes, well, did you know actually in Macedonian tradition they celebrate Christmas uh, on one day in the start of January? And she said, I think Egyptian Christmas is the same. So I Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and Egyptian Christmas is Jan 7 and I feel like I could totally pull off some liquid eyeliner on Jan 7. <laughs> an Egyptian Christmas. I feel like that's what we all need to do. <laughs> you are so honestly, you've had such a tough one. As I said, I just... This was not the way I thought you and I would be catching up today and I'm so sorry, you, you know, this has happened for you and, and for everyone who's in a similar position. It's, it is a crappy finale to what has been a crappy year, that's for sure. I know, but I, you know what, I keep thinking like one day we are all going to have these amazing stories of you mm. like racing to Melbourne when the kids were little to try and get there before the borders shut and then yeah. 
you know, me probably watching like Die Hard or something so I don't bore my eyes out watching <laughs> actually. <laughs> probably my plan later. I'm like, it's like um, the movie Home Alone. I think I'm just going to spend all day in bed eating like chips and ice cream and lollies and yeah. watching shit tv totally arm yourself with some good food and i tell you right now if you don't want to cry from christmas movies just flick on to like netflix or stan or one of those because the lineup of those awful but awesome christmas films you will not cry during them i'm telling you that you might cringe but they're strangely addictive i reckon it'll get you through the 24 hours yeah holiday we are looking oh yes (laughs) i feel like i'm gonna watch some sort of like Scandi noir detective drama or something that's completely unrelated <laughs> to Christmas. Yeah, now's um, the time to go back to the original CSI and really see what the buzz was all about. <laughs> oh my god, I can't say I've never seen an episode of CSI, so I think I might leave that one there. Um, but you did, I mean, you touched earlier on everyone trying to do the right thing, and I think that's it. Like, you know, every fibre of my being wants to spend Christmas Day with my kids, and I know there's lots of people in the same boat, but I just feel like, you know, we're going to get on top of this, we'll do the right thing, and it is the shittiest, shitty timing, smack bang, you know, on Christmas, but... Um, yeah, you you got to laugh or you, I think I'd spend all day in bed crying. So 100%. And if you are lucky enough to be with your family and you're having a listen on your way to Chrissy lunch, my goodness, have the best time. Be so grateful because this, as it has been a tough year, it's equally a, just an amazing time to celebrate with those that you can celebrate with. So if you are lucky enough to be seeing family, you know, give them the biggest COVID safe cuddle you can, elbow tap, whatever we're doing these days, boot taps. Is that still a thing? I don't know. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Be so grateful that you are with uh, your loved ones today and hold them extra tight. And if you aren't like me, when you do finally get to see them, it's going to be so much uh, more special. And we will see you all on Jan 7 for that very special Egyptian Christmas episode. Absolutely. I'm bringing the pudding. Don't you worry. A ton of it. (laughs) I will be there with my liquid eyeliner on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so shit at it, honestly. Oh, my God. um, Sarah, so lovely to speak to you today. Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Yeah, have a wonderful day, whatever you're doing. Speak to you soon. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.